1: Hey there, welcome to the Press Zone Philadelphia, right here on the AHL Report and Rocket Sports Media. We're a proud affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are glad that you have joined us here today. I am your host and also the lead correspondent at the AHL Report. Uh, My name is Amy Johnson, and I'm joined every week uh, by my terrific co-host. He is our founder of Rocket Sports Media. He's also uh, our editor-in-chief, and he is Rick Stevens. Great to be with you today.
0: Great to be with you. It's that time of year when there's all kinds of things happening in the sports world. It's um, May. It's May. Welcome to May. Welcome and, to uh, May. There's playoffs in, in hockey, the MLB's underway. Kentucky uh,
1: Derby ran this past weekend. Uh huh. Yeah. It's one of my favorite events of the year. The
0: NFL draft, uh, if you're keeping an eye That's on true. those sorts of things.
1: All sorts of things. Baseballs, you know, Phils are doing Phils are doing things. They're having their good days, their bad days, you know. hmm uh, Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs open and the rest of the MILB, the 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 minor league uh baseball league, has their opening day today. Woo! good to see them back it's tremendous Uh, they didn't play at all last season so it's been a very long time uh for for that league so go pigs go lehigh valley iron pigs um yeah it's lots to choose from and actually the the hits literally keep on coming uh from one boxing event to the next uh they're growing in excitement and anticipation and uh, this weekend's no different with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the ring on Saturday night. Uh, and there's no ple- better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And for this weekend's fight, DraftKings offering all new users a shot at turning uh, $1 into $55. Uh, To celebrate this weekend's huge event, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering new users the opportunity to get 55 to 1 odds on either main event fighter to win this weekend's fight.
0: Well, how that works is that's bet $1, and if the fighter of your choice wins, you win $55.
1: Plus, with basketball and hockey playoffs right around the corner, DraftKings Sportsbook has even more ways for you to make it rain.
0: DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable, meaning you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience.
1: Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can bet $1 to win $55 on this weekend's main event. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out for new new users by offering them the chance to win $55 when placing a bet of $1 on this weekend's big fight only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT.
0: Nice. Do it. That sounds fun. Do it. $1 to get 55. I like those odds. That's better than clipping clip coupons out of the uh, yeah. value pack. You Hello. know.
1: Yes. Do it. It's fun. In fact, actually, Rick and I recently sat down um, and had a brief conversation about why DraftKings book and, and, frankly, Daily Fantasy as well um, is something that we... Invite you to do and encourage you to do. Take advantage of that THPN code. Um, we sat down and talked about kind of you know the ins and outs. We've been getting a lot of people asking questions about it, particularly since they're a sponsor of the show now, um, and just asking how they can get involved. Is it hard to do? Is it legal? Is it you know all of those kinds of you know those are normal questions. There's no dumb questions. So um, later on in the show, in our third segment, we're gonna we're gonna come back to this, and we're actually gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about uh, DraftKings and how you can get involved with it. So you don't want to miss that. Uh, And actually, speaking of what we're going to talk about in the show, uh, lots to talk about. Of course, we're going to kick things off with a segment about the Philadelphia Flyers. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. What can we say about the Philadelphia Flyers other than it's been a really, really rough go of things? Uh, Until last night. It's so, <laughs> it's so
0: odd like you go up against new jersey four games and all you can squeak out is a, a shootout then you lose three straight and then
1: and then we're gonna get to it we're gonna wow. talk about it we're gonna talk about it, it was right. pretty amazing left a lot of fans saying well where's this team been all season uh so yeah we're gonna talk you know talk about the bumpy road talk about some some fun that that was had last night um and talk a little bit about, you know, Alain Vigneault's got a couple of call-ups left that he could possibly take a look at some of his young talent. Will he do that? Well, we're going to talk about that. Uh, and then in our second segment, we'll talk about the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Um, after kind of running the running the course in the division for the bulk of the season. They actually hit some roadblocks this past weekend as well. Uh, so we will talk about that and what the remainder of their season is going to look like. Um, and also want to uh, take a moment in that segment to tip our hat to Cal O'Reilly who made the record books this past week um, for something pretty, pretty spectacular. So um we will, we will talk about that as well. And finally, in our third segment where we go around the AHL, we'll introduce you to this week's CCM AHL Player of the Week as well as the AHL Monthly Award winners for April. Uh, we'll dish out all of the American Hockey League's official postseason hockey plans. Uh, and as, as we said, we're also going to talk a little bit about DraftKings and online sports betting and daily fantasy and uh, how you can get involved with it uh, and why it's so much fun. So uh, all of that. Capped off by a very fun, feel-good finale that you don't want to miss, and it's the makings of a pretty tremendous show. Wow! So, Flyers fans, Flyers fans, let's talk. Let's <laughs> pull up a chair, grab a beer, uh, and let's talk. Let's talk real talk. Uh, this 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 season has been painful. Mm-hmm. It's been painful. Uh, ever since, and I, it, you know, what makes me sad is that, you know, the beginning of the season wasn't spectacular, but it was at least um, good hockey, mostly. There were wins happening. There was hope. They they looked to be um, a contender. And sadly, their, their COVID-19 shutdown hit. And this team just wasn't ever the same from that point on. Um, And it's been, it's been a struggle for fans. It's been a struggle for the media. It's been a struggle for the players. It's been a struggle for the coaches. Um, You know, what, what can you say? I mean, at this point, Rick, Claude drew has said it multiple times. Now, Elaine Vigneault has said it multiple times by now. So has Voracek. So has Lawton. So has James Van Riems. They've all said the same thing. We don't have the answer because everyone in the room according to them is giving 110 percent and it's just not coming together um, it's it's been it's been an ugly train wreck to have to watch to be quite honest um,
0: and it's just so disappointing because where um, where the team started I mean in uh, before the season started you saw the power rankings coming out based on the just lineups and flyers were in Everyone's top 10, some Mm -hmm. even in their top five. And and there was really high expectations of this group, of this team. Um, And it's been absolutely nowhere close. No. Um, And as you said, uh, you know, many are scratching their heads, uh, including uh, the, the, the players, uh, Alain Vigneault, he's, he's hinted that he's figured it out or at least he has a theory, uh, about what happened. But, uh, at this point he's, he's, uh, said he's not willing to share that until the season's over. Uh, and then he'll, uh, answer questions about his uh his opinion of what happened this season
1: that's gonna be a fun press conference uh-huh. i can't wait for that one um yeah i mean it's just it's and it's to the point where you know you can see on on flyers twitter even um every night that it's a game night it's it's just uh, i think i have to wash my hair um i think there's i think there's a phillies game on i think you know fans are are really discouraged um it's 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 been rough, um, and then they played the Pittsburgh Penguins last night. Um, well, I should before I get to that, you know. Then we get the news that Carter Hart's season is over. Um, I I mean I'm I'm gutted for that kid. It's been a really rough year for him uh, professionally, uh, and to have it end with all the struggles that he's gone through on the ice, to have it end with a season ending injury. um, It's going to be a, it's going to be a long off season for him. I hope he finds that fire in the belly to just fight through it, rehab the injury um, and come back and just get ready to make everyone next season, forget that this season existed. That's what my hope is for Carter
0: Hart. Um, And if there's anybody out there uh, that's, that's, uh excited about rushing a prospect through the miners um i i hope you'll be take a lesson from what's happened with Carter Hart uh there's uh, there's just no doubt in my mind that uh, that much of this relates to the fact that he was rushed much too quickly uh, with, uh, through the AHL. Um, and, and I know the, 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 uh, the organization's, um, uh, argument to that is, well, you know, he, he was so successful everywhere he had been. And that's my point. He had never had an opportunity to work through some difficulties, um, and uh, rushed up into the NHL, and and mm. uh, this was this was really tough on him and unfair. He wasn't he didn't have the uh, the the supports, the structure, the, the experience uh, of of how to deal with it. And now, to um, be fair,
1: I mean, the circumstances were also. I mean, that was the sh- year that absolutely. they went through like twelve goaltenders. Sure. Um, so it was kind of a big amalgamation of just crappy circumstances. But but you're right. It, it happened much faster than than it probably would have. Yeah. Um. So you've got that happening. So now it's the Brian Elliott Alex Lyon tandra, tan, tandem. Um. And and we've seen Rick that when Elliott plays too much. Um his age kind of shows a little bit. He gets tired. He gets um he, he doesn't look as sharp when he's played too often. So, you know, what's that going to be like? Well, um, they go to play the Pittsburgh Penguins last night. Everyone's probably groaning internally, rolling their eyes. Alex Lyon backstops them, uh, and, and the sticks light up and they beat the Pittsburgh Penguins seven to two. Is this for real?
0: Well, that's—I mean—that's what happens with a team that has talent and just hasn't shown it. Sometimes uh, they can put it all together and and surprise teams, especially when—and—and and I think you know, with with Elliot, is—is it—is uh, it age and 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 having to play uh, every game that's that's caught up with him, probably partly, but also the mindset that um, whenever he becomes the guy that has to be counted on, when he's the number one, when other. Other than than getting in and nobody has any expectations and and spelling the the number one goalie, um, you know, which is a much easier kind of mi- mindset. When he's when he's the guy, he hasn't been able to to live up to that. And uh, now for the team, um, you know, all expectations are dropped and nobody's expecting them to do anything against uh, Pittsburgh, particularly after the showing against uh, New Jersey. And um, and yeah, they just kind of put it all together.
1: They did. Wade Allison notched his second goal, uh, put them up for nothing. Uh, you know, Wade, Wade Allison's been a been a bit of a breath of fresh air. He's he's acclimating nicely. Um, Alex Lyon had some spectacular highlight reel saves, uh, just some some crazy saves. Really kept them in it as well. Robert Hag scored a goal. All right, Robert Hag, like okay. You know, some parts of me, I don't know if it's the cynical part of me or what, but parts of me wonder when the Flyers were mathematically eliminated from playoff contention, has the pressure come off of
0: them? Mm -hmm. For sure.
1: Does that, you know, and how much that contributes to that performance last night that they maybe stopped gripping the sticks so tight, stopped trying, stopped putting so much pressure on themselves because the pressure wasn't there anymore. Um, I don't know. You know, you never really know how much of a factor that is, but it certainly crossed my mind. Um, so, you know, Vigneault still has two recalls left that he has available to him. You know, is this the point that you use some of them? In fact, you know, we, we we're we talking about the goaltending issue. We've even seen people floating around that, we'll call up Felix Sandstrom. Let's give him a look if Carter Hart's done for the season. And I was like, what? 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 No, I, not I'm not sure that that's, um, you know. Felix Sandstrom has had a couple of very good games with the Phantoms, um, but he's also had a quite a few that were just okay, and a couple that were downright, ugh, like cringeworthy. Um, and he also hasn't played a ton. Um, he was out for a little while. Um, you know, there was when when Lyon came down for his conditioning stint. Um, you know, there was obviously things had to be shuffled aside there as well um, you know Felix Sandstrom has not shown yet that he he is a consistently um very good nhl or ahl goaltender yet yes he there are times that he plays very well and he certainly shows some some flashes of of the talent that's there but he's a ways off from honing that and making it consistent from game to game i don't think that throwing him into an nhl atmosphere is is the right call at this point
0: no i think it's it's unfair it's I'm, i mean he would certainly enjoy the opportunity but sure he's played 10 games in the ahl 10 games this season um, no a total <laughs> 10 <laughs> games total exactly. in his ahl career um and and a pretty pedestrian 333 goals against 901 save percentage so um it, if he's if he's a, a a late bloomer, then then let him do that and leave yes. him leave him there. Um, you know his numbers weren't even that great in the ECHL, but and, and I'm not being critical of him. I'm I'm saying don't put extra pressure on him. Just leave him and let him uh, develop normally in the AHL.
1: I I'm hoping that that's the route that Vigneault goes. When when asked about it uh, recently, Vigneault say that said that um, when asked about who who. He would use those last two recalls on. One of the question was, will, will you call Igor Zemula back up because Zamula was up for for a two goal uh, for a two game stint. Um, and Vigneault said, Chuck and I talk about this every day. We discuss the possibilities of who could get a recall to use those last two recalls, and that's basically all he was going to say about that. So a uh, bit of a, a cloud of mystery there. Uh, not sure if we'll see anyone else. Excuse me. I'm not sure if we'll see anyone else come up. Um, it's possible. They certainly could. Um, there's plenty of talent sitting in Lehigh Valley that they might want to take a look at. Uh, even if it's just for a game, um, we're just going to have to wait to see what Vigneault, uh, and Chuck Fletcher decide to do. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about those Lehigh Valley Phantoms a little bit more. Um, and, um, you know it's been smooth sailing for most of the season, but uh, they hit some—they hit a little bit of rough water uh, this past week. We'll talk about it right after this. The Press Zone is proud to be a partner of Rocket Sports Media, digital media publishers of sports and entertainment websites. Their mission is to build a worldwide network of sports fans who are informed, engaged, entertained, and connected. Learn more about RSM its team, and its portfolio of brands at Rocketsportsmedia.com. Be sure to follow us on social media. Find us on Twitter at The AHL Report. Check out our original game photography on Instagram at AHL Report and watch our exclusive video interviews with players, coaches, and other notable hockey names on our YouTube channel at AllHabs. Just remember to turn on notifications so that you never miss a video. The AHL Report, your premier source for Laval Rocket, Lehigh Valley Phantoms, and all American Hockey League news. Rocket Sports Media is currently recruiting talented, motivated, and committed people to join our team, If you're a student wishing to gain experience, a young professional interested in broadening your credentials, an experienced hockey mind looking for a platform to share your expertise, or a passionate fan looking to contribute to our publications by connecting with fellow hockey fans, we want to hear from you. If you are bright, loyal, passionate, and willing to dedicate yourself to a remarkable team, visit AHLReport.com and click the Join Our Team tab at the top of the page today. And welcome back to the Press Zone Philly right here on the AHL Report and Rocket Sports Media. Thanks so much for being with us. Uh, Once again, I'm your host, Amy Johnson, joined by my co-host, Rick Stevens. Uh, And don't forget to be sure to follow us on Twitter. There's uh, two Twitter accounts you really ought to follow. That's at the AHL Report and at the Flyers Report. And that is where you will get all of our, um, whether it's live game coverage or um, content, articles, recaps, you name it, uh, all of that you will get at both of those places geared towards the Flyers, the Phantoms, uh, you name it. So at the AHL report, at the Flyers report. Uh, In this segment, of course, we uh, focus on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms and, you know, Rick, the Phantoms, we've talked about this plenty this year with this surge of young talent that they've had on the roster this year. Uh, part of it, thanks uh, to the fact that the, um, the OHL uh, was was not um, was not in action. And so uh, some of their quote-unquote underage players who should have been playing junior hockey were actually um, – playing with the ahl uh phantoms this year tyson forrester zade wisdom uh mason millman guys like that um and so with this injection of young talent a lot of them acclimated to the pro game very quickly um and and the phantoms have have had a pretty successful season so far um a quite a different look uh, than Scott Ho- Scott Gordon's teams have had in the last couple of years. Uh, r- really exciting to watch, particularly with with the parent club doing so poorly. Um, it was they were kind of at exact opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, until this past weekend where the Phantoms actually hit a bit of a road bump this weekend, uh, dropped both of their games Saturday and Sunday, uh, lost to Binghamton four to two on Saturday and then turned around Sunday afternoon and got blanked by Hershey two to nothing. Um, you know, is that cause for concern? I don't, I don't think so. Uh, you know, I, I think it's, you know, things aren't always going to go to plan. Um, But it's it's what for me, what's going to be interesting is seeing how they bounce back from that. They haven't they haven't had, you know, a whole lot of loss this season Uh, to get two of them dished on back to back nights. I will be curious to see how they turn around and recover from that uh, for their games this coming week.
0: Uh, Scott Gordon has them. They, they've had a solid season, and and uh, Coach Gordon has had them playing a, a very disciplined game, very structured game. They've been good in in close games, the one goal games, um, and 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 yeah, they've just uh, in the last ten, uh, they've got kind of a five hundred record, five and five, five three one and one, um, and at the same time, uh, the Hershey Bears have gone on a bit of a tear, winning uh, nine out of their last ten games. So. Uh that's that's kind of what's happened in, in the North Division, but uh otherwise the, the Lehigh Valley Phantoms have have uh have played well. They've had uh they've had a good season.
1: They really have. Um and it's not over yet. Uh we're gonna talk about this more in the next segment about what the the league-wide postseason hockey plans are. Uh but we can kind of tease that a little bit here by saying um that the Lehigh Valley Phantoms and their division will not be participating uh, in the postseason. So that means they've only got six regular season games left to play before their 2020-21 season comes to an end. Um, Now, currently, they are not sitting in first place any longer in the division. Hershey has taken them over. Um, So, you know, in, in, in trying to come out on top where they were for a good portion of the season, they will need to buckle down. Uh, they they play uh, Wednesday night this week, uh, and they play uh, Saturday, I believe, um, Saturday and Sunday. So it's going to be interesting to watch how they take advantage of these last six games. Um, do they take their foot off the gas at all? Do they... Uh, Do they sit back and and be satisfied? Do they show any signs of not being motivated since there isn't a, a playoff position to be fighting for? I think those are the things to be watching for as well as can they rebound from the, these two losses over the weekend and, and get back into fighting action, um, fighting form. So,
0: And we'll just remind everybody, uh, those who, who go to um, uh, theAHL.com and, and check out the standings, that what you're looking at is points percentage. That's what's going to decide... Uh, the the standings uh, for the end of the regular season, because not everybody plays the same number of games. So it's the points percentage, not necessarily the points that you're going to be looking at.
1: That's right. Uh, One uh, particular bright spot, however, for the Phantoms uh, within the last week or so um, actually came for their captain, Cal O'Reilly. He has been playing pro hockey for 15 years He's a five-time American League All-Star. He's played in over 700 career AHL games for a a host of different teams. Um, And this past week, uh, just about a week ago, he had three assists in a game uh, that they played against the Binghamton Devils. um, And in doing that, tallied his 500th Yes, that's correct. Five hundredth career AHL assist. Um, Now, there are some who would say, "Well, reaching those kinds of numbers in the AHL means obviously you've been a career -er. AHLer." And and while yes, that's true, it's also nothing to scoff at. Uh, The AHL is a difficult league to play in; it is a grind. Uh, you are just within a whisper's grasp of reaching your NHL dream. Sometimes you get there; a lot of times you don't. And Cal O'Reilly has has worked hard his career, uh, and becomes just the tenth player in all of American Hockey League history to reach 500 assists in the league. So, Rick, I I, I say stick tap to uh, to Cal O'Reilly. That's it's quite an achievement and something I think he can be proud of.
0: Absolutely, and hockey careers are made up. Uh, quite differently uh, from player to player to player and there's there's different ways of being successful uh, He's he's been successful uh, you know he, he played um, 145 games in the NHL played a couple of seasons in the KHL uh, but it's really in the AHL where he's um, he's excelled um, he's at a .85 uh, points per game pace uh, through his 745 games in the AHL uh, he leads the the Phantoms in uh, in team in in scoring this this season. Uh, he's a he's a great leader, and, um, and and he should be very proud of of that achievement.
1: Absolutely, and the entire Flyers organization should be very proud to know that that their captain for their AHL team uh, is not only a good character guy, a tremendous leader uh, on and off the ice, but also uh, achieving some pretty big things in his career as well. On that note, congratulations to Captain Cal Uh, O'Reilly. On that note, we're going to take one last quick break. On the other side, we are going to go around the AHL. Oh, we've got awards to talk about. We've got postseason to talk about. Uh, We've got some other things to talk about. So uh, you don't want to miss a minute of it. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a moment. Follow along on Twitter at The AHL Report for live game updates, ringside photography, game recaps, and articles containing exclusive audio and video of your favorite players. That's The AHL Report, proud partner of Rocket Sports Media. AHL.Report. Welcome back to the Press Zone right here on AHL Report, and Rocket Sports Media were great. Uh, We're so glad that you're back with us here. Uh, Again, my name is Amy Johnson, your host for today, joined by my co-host, Rick Stevens. Uh, And also, we know we gave you some some social media contacts uh, in the last segment, but for this segment, also want to be sure to remind you that you can follow this podcast on Twitter at The Press Zone, so be sure you do that. Again, you can follow me at Flyers Rule, and you can find Rick at all halves. Uh, and in this segment, we go around the AHL. And uh, the first thing that we are going to do is talk about the CCM AHL Player of the Week. And Rick, I'm sorry it's not a goaltender. Oh, no. It's not. Uh, but it is San Jose Barracuda forward Joel Kelman, uh, who tallied four goals and three assists in his three games played last week, uh, including some, some pretty as the AHL puts it, uh, heroic uh, actions in a a couple of those Barracuda victories. So, um, yeah, and it was actually after he was coming off of a two-week stint called up uh, to the NHL club, the San Jose Sharks. So comes back, puts up two points, scores a game-winning goal. um, Then, oh, you know, hat trick, (laughs) franchise record five points. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I think he, had another, he had another game winner later in the week, I think. So it's kind of a good week for, for Joel Kelman, it seems. Nicely done. <laughs> now, uh, in addition to that, uh, it, you mentioned at the top of the show, it is May. Um, and so that means that we have award winners for the league for the month of April. Uh, and so this month's player of the month is Boris Kachuk. uh uh, from the syracuse crunch uh the rookie of the month is none other than cole perfetti for the manitoba moose and the goaltender of the month you do get a goaltender in in this one all right uh is bakersfield condors goaltender Stuart skinner um i know of, of the three of those i know cole perfetti is a favorite of yours
0: for sure. Also, um, you know, Boris Kachuk is kind of a, a forgotten name. There, there's is. so much talent coming through Syracuse. Uh, but uh, always liked uh, him uh, when we saw him in Syracuse and, of mm-hmm. course, uh, with Team Canada. But but uh, Cole Perfetti has been excellent, uh, as advertised this year. Uh, he's been great for the Manitoba Moose.
1: Four goals, nine assists, in. three. Uh, in nine games this past month, including a seven-game scoring scre- scoring streak, um, yeah, it's pretty good for for young Mister Cole Perfetti. And of course, then um, the goaltender of the month, Stuart Skinner, uh, went seven-two and in his nine starts during April, just allowing sixteen goals on two hundred seventeen shots. So. That's pretty. Uh, that's a pretty solid performance of a month. Uh,
0: and we've talked about how good Henderson has been this, this year. Yeah. And Skinner uh, was perfect against uh, Henderson mm-hmm. uh, with a 4-0-0 record.
1: Absolutely. So congratulations to the three of them. Uh, pretty exciting and always great to see all of the up-and-coming talent doing great things in the AHL. Um, we talked about this a bit uh, earlier in the show about um, – you know, we kind of tease this a bit that that there is not going to be uh playoffs for the AHL for most of the teams. Uh the AHL has officially announced their 2021 playoffs plan. Um, and really the plan is that there there just won't be any. Um basically, Rick, that seems that Scott Halison and the league left the decision to each one of the divisions and said each division can determine whether or not you want to have your own divisional postseason mini tournament. Um, and all of the division, all of the divisions except for the Pacific division said, no, we're not going to do that. So the Pacific division is the only one uh, that is going to play in a post-season format. They're going to have um, kind of a, a playoff tournament in the Pacific division, uh, but all of the rest of the division's, Will end the 2020-21 season uh, at the end of their regular seasons, um, which is I don't know, Rick. I mean, it's it's disappointing, but at the same time, it's also understandable. We're still in the thick of things with 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 this pandemic. Uh, we're still trying to get people vaccinated. Um, financially, is it really viable to continue for these teams? You know, when when they can't have full capacity in in arenas and so while it's while it's disappointing, I can also understand why most divisions have opted out,
0: yeah, financially, they just couldn't make it work uh, for the playoffs. And um, uh, so it is understandable. Um, the Pacific, as you said, the only one that will have some sort of tournament to uh, crown a division champion. The others are are more or less, um we have an idea who's going to be the the uh, uh, winner already except uh, perhaps the Atlantic uh, where it's uh, where it's a little close but um, be, between the the Providence Bruins and Hartford, uh, Sort of close, but uh, mm-hmm. we'll we'll see, we'll see what happens, um, and um, and there will be, uh, as we understand from Patrick, Wim, certainly there will be uh, trophies given out for the division winner, winners. But Patrick says that there's going to also be individual um, awards given, although we we just don't know the makeup of how that's going to work just yet.
1: Oh, okay, keep an eye out for that. Um, and you're correct; each division will be awarded a, a division championship trophy based on whoever is the leader of the division at the end of the regular season um
0: so. ranked by points percentage as we we've been talking about all through the year
1: that's correct ranked by points percentage um at at the same time before we move on just should mention too that in the same press release, the press release the ahl went ahead and announced the dates of the 21-22 season mm-hmm. um, they are full bore ahead that they are planning on a regular season next year. All 31 clubs expected to be active uh, and the season will kick off on October 15th, 2021 and conclude on April 24th of 2022. So um, still need to work out division alignments and and scheduling and so forth, but fingers crossed uh, they at least have plans in place for every team to be back in action and to have a full season in its normal time spans. So knock on wood. Let's see if let's see if that all comes to fruition. But it's a good uh it's a good start at least. <laughs> um okay so I know we 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 teased this at the top of the show that you know we we're so pleased to be part of the hockey podcast network uh here at the press zone and and being an affiliate of the hockey podcast network means uh, that we also uh are are sponsored by DraftKings and um you hear us talk about traf- DraftKings off the top of the show every week um but we've also had folks say you know I don't know a lot about DraftKings or I you know I know a lot about Daily fantasy, but I don't understand sportsbook because it's not really widely available in places. Um, you know, there's just there's a lot of questions. Some people um, don't really understand what it is. Is it legal? Is it you know? Is it fun? Is it worth it? Uh, and so recently, Rick and I just sat down to talk about it to kind of give you a primer on on what it is, what it is that that is offered, and and really why you should participate.
0: Well, today, we're going to revisit a, a topic we uh, we introduced uh, a few months back, and that is uh, daily fantasy sports and sports betting and and what that's all about, and especially how it relates to DraftKings. I'm Rick Stevens from the Canadians Connection podcast, and with me today is Amy Johnson from the Press Zone, both podcasts you can find on the Hockey Podcast Network, and we're very proud affiliates. Um of that uh, wonderful network, and uh, Amy, welcome back to the show.
1: I'm very glad to be here. Thanks so much for having me. And it's uh, it's exciting. It's you know, sports betting. Ooh, it just makes you all tingly.
0: Well, and it's it's something that um, you know, a, a lot of our listeners are uh, are becoming. <laughs> uh engaged in and, and becoming sure. excited about and, and even within our own rocket sports team uh we're we're getting more involved guilty uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, well okay uh you're the guilty one uh uh no there's there's uh there's a few of there's us. quite a few on our team that yeah. uh that can uh that can own up to that uh Let's let's start with with Daily Fantasy Sports from DraftKings, and, and uh, why don't you give some background? You wrote a great article on AllHabs.net about it. I did. Um, uh, just uh, remind some of the folks that may not have seen that.
1: Well, you know, the thing that I love, okay, so so us DraftKings coming on as, as a sponsor with the Hockey Podcast Network was the perfect excuse for me to dip a toe in and say, okay, I've heard about this for so long, uh, I haven't done anything about it, so... This is now this this is why I want to try it. So I signed up uh, uh, quite a while ago, of course, using that promo code THPN, um, uh, you know, shameless plug there. Uh, And um, I've had a blast with it. I mean, daily fantasy is basically it kind of speaks for itself instead of having, you know, I'm actively involved in season long, traditional fantasy sports for hockey and for football. Um, I tried baseball once and I gave up. After three weeks, <laughs> it was too much roster moving every day. Um, but I'm involved with those. But what I really like about daily fantasy is that um, it's there's no commitment Um you know, I love season-long fantasy. I do. Um, but it can be a chore to go in, set your lines every day, set your lines every week. If you have a busy week and you completely forgot about your roster, it can really th- completely destroy your season. Um, whereas with daily fantasy, you go in every day, you pick what sport you're interested in in building a, a team off of. You, you choose a matchup, whether it's basketball, whether it's hockey, whether it's... I've done it for, for golf. I did it for the Masters. Um and you choose what type of contest you want and you build your own fantasy team um based off of the players that that are available and that's it you watch the game that night or in the ma- in the case of golf you know it's a four day tournament um so it goes off of the the full four day of, of the tournament that kind of thing but it's kind of like one and done you get in you get out and if i don't have time to get back to it for another couple of weeks it's not like it's not like I've lost anything. It's just I go in. and it's it's great. It's when you want just some some quick betting action, it's a great way to do it. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I that's one of the things I really like about it is that it's a nice kind of um just a quick supplement to that season long fantasy sports
0: well completely flexible you don't have to get in right at the beginning of the season no. as you do with year-long fantasy Do any time uh versatile in that you 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 mentioned it there you can you can dabble in other sports um you you, you want to try some uh betting on nba or or um mlb or uh, mma or golf or whatever it might be uh you can get in get out and try it and it doesn't cost a lot of money you know uh, there are dollar leagues there are uh 10
1: cent yeah, the, contests there's free i con- should mention that too there's a lot of free contests so if you just want to test your skills and but you don't want to commit to any money you can do that so
0: well and it just makes the game watching so much more fun we know that in an 82 game schedule or a 56 game schedule this season NHL schedule That some of the games are just uh, they're tough Mm -hmm. to watch, Mm -hmm. but if you have daily fantasy sports from DraftKings going on, you have another reason to be engaged. And oh, sure. And it just seems that that the NHL is looking at ways for uh, engaging more of their fan base, Uh, and uh, you know we saw uh, recently with uh, the U.S. broadcast contract uh, that's been uh, finalized. Uh, The the league is is investing a lot more in player tracking and all those kinds of things mm-hmm. are going to lead to more information, which allows for more of this, uh, also th- the daily fantasy uh, 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 betting, but also sports betting. Uh, that's, gonna, that's going to explode in the next little while. And it's it's really good for you to be in at the ground level, mm-hmm. understand it, get good at it, and and be involved with your with your friends.
1: well, that's just it. So daily fantasy is is what we've just talked about, and that's a that's available uh, here in the states, it's available all, in almost every state um and and it's available in Canada as well. It's where you're building your daily uh, draft, you, you know you're drafting a daily fantasy team. but the other side of that, which is a whole, other world is DraftKings Sportsbook. And that's your traditional sports betting site. Um, it's available in, I want to say, about 14 states here in, in the United States. I happen to be lucky enough that I live in Pennsylvania, which is one of the states that does have DraftKings Sportsbook available uh, and legal to participate in. Um, you know, sport <laughs> should say, you know, sports betting is not that, you know kind of like back room hush-hush kind of thing that, you know, used to be years and years and years and decades ago. Um, it's, you know, it's legislation is being passed to to make it legal in as many places as it possibly can be. Um, and so that's where you're saying, you know, I'm going to place a bet on such and such a team to win tonight. I'm going to place a bet on XYZ player to score a hat trick tonight. I'm going to, you know, those kinds of things. And again, doesn't take a lot of financial commitment. you can have a dollar bet on things. Um, and and so that's as opposed to building a fantasy team and seeing where it goes from there. This is straightforward uh, sports betting where you're betting the odds, um, you're you're betting on really you can you can really kind of pare down to very specific things that happen within a game, not just a straightforward who's gonna win, who's gonna lose kind of thing. It's it's so much fun. It's just so much fun.
0: And um, if you're not uh, aware of of uh, what's legal, what's not legal in your in your state, in your province, uh, then go to the DraftKings site, mm-hmm. download the DraftKings app, and uh, they'll tell you. Uh, as you said, um, dozen fourteen and all and growing uh, states in the U.S. and Canada. Just in the last week, it's gotten very very interesting. Uh, that on April 22nd, uh, the House of Commons passed uh, Bill C-218. And you don't need to know (laughs) the the details of that other than it's going to uh, open up legalized single-event betting in Canada that's gone on to the Senate that uh, should get royal assent soon. And uh, thanks to uh, MP Kevin Waugh, a private member's bill who, who brought it in, and uh, it's going to revolutionize and, and provide a regulated marketplace in Canada for uh, sports betting, uh, betting on single events. And uh, so that's coming soon. So as I said, get involved. Uh, uh, Get a group together with mm-hmm. with your friends. We're we're putting together uh I think Brian, our our uh, fantasy sports commissioner is putting together a rocket sports group uh on for, DraftKings on you DraftKings. Can do DraftKings. Private yeah.
1: customized customizable uh daily fantasy leagues on DraftKings. So that'll Perfect.
0: Be fun. Yeah, and we're all gonna get involved. So you should be involved too. That's uh daily fantasy sports, that sports book from DraftKings. And, uh, Amy, thanks for uh, spending a bit of time and and we'll come back and and let the folks know how it goes.
1: Absolutely. I'll just be over here placing some bets. Rick, it was a fun chat. Um, and I really think that, uh, I I really think that people should go download the app and at least just give it a try. It's, you know, as we said, as we said in there, there's free contests. You can just give it a try and it's just, it's fun. It's just fun.
0: The landscape's changing. Um, whether it be daily fantasy sports, whether it be sports book, yeah, try it out, um, and and it's uh, your. It- you're you're going to have a lot of fun. Certainly, uh, our team has had a lot of fun with it, and um, and there's an extra incentive because uh, just keep in mind that promo code, thpn. Use the promo code thpn uh, at sign up once you download the the DraftKings uh, app, um, and uh, and and let us know. Let us know uh, what your experience has been like uh, with both daily fantasy and sportsbook.
1: Absolutely. So before we sign off and say goodbye to you today, of course we always have a feel-good finale for you, and uh, this one is all for me. I gotta say, because I'm just an eternal geek. Uh, May the fourth be with you, Rick. Really. Thanks. I had. (laughs) I knew you would be thrilled that I was going to pull that out today. We're Uh recording this today on May fourth, so I have to pull out the Star Wars line. May the fourth be with you. Um, Love Star Wars, everyone. But I'm going to put you on the spot here for a second. All right. So, and I should. What's that? I love that stuff too. I you love, I you love surprises, don't you? (laughs) Um, So, people talk about Star Wars, and the question is always, "Oh, what's your favorite Star Wars movie?" And sure, we could talk about that, but not today. I'm going to throw you a different curve. Okay. Who's your favorite Star Wars character?
0: Mm. Well. if I had time to think about it I'd probably come up with a more interesting or unique answer but um I, I just the the guy that I could relate to uh in the early movies the most was Han Solo is just um and and maybe if and and the the other the other guy that I a, a much lesser character obviously um was the the admiral he always just made me smile with oh, yes, the yeah. fish looking Yeah 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 um, guy he's good um yeah no he he was he was terrific but but yes uh han solo
1: all right you're allowed to, like we did when when we have the top five segment you're allowed to have runners up and you know oh you're allowed to have a couple if you if you want to throw a couple of them in there Han Solo is your top. The, the admiral. admiral,
0: the admiral, the little, the little guy that's that was chained up to Jabba the Hut. The the little guy that laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's evil, but and he had an evil laugh. And yes. You want to strangle him, but that's he was weird. kind of funny. Yeah.
1: Okay, that's good. Yeah, I would. I mean, for me, like kind of this, kind of going along with with that guy that you just said, like the Cantina Band in general. Sure. Like they, you just can't not love the Cantina Band. Um, in modern Star Wars, not a movie, but television show, but modern Star Wars, um, Grogu or The Child or Baby Yoda or whatever you want to call him, um, I am absolutely um, completely smitten with. Um, just absolutely f- love that little character. Uh, but my, fa- I think my favorite Star Wars character overall has to be Chewbacca.
0: Well, sure. Yeah. Okay. Who
1: doesn't love Chewie? for sure who doesn't love well actually I'd have to say it's a tie between Chewy and R2-D2 All right. notice they're both characters that don't speak (laughs) 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 they both make noises okay but they're both exceptionally loyal and they're both there to help their friends out in a time of need and save the day all the time
0: well this is getting deep now
1: I know so there it is See, you didn't think I was going to get all serious about it. I
0: didn't, <laughs> and I'm I'm sorry, I didn't uh, think think about See? it more seriously. That's uh, well, because It's really well done.
1: I have to let people know that it's not just oh, I like the big furry guy and the little robot robot that goes beep boop boop like that's no. I mean, you, there's more. There's more to it for sure. <sighs> all right, if you're a Star Wars fan, um, tweet at us. Uh, at the press zone, and tell us who your favorite characters are. Tell us who your ha- who which ones you hate. I'm going to tell you right now. I know who I hate. That stupid. I don't even. I can't think of his name off the top of my head right now. But the Misa gonna that guy.
0: Oh, that guy.
1: Oh, Misa gonna. Uh, well, I okay. can't. I, my mind just went completely blank, and that's good because I've erased him from my memory. Because that that dude is so annoying. I can't stand him. But so tell us. Tweet us at The Press Zone. Tell us who your favorite Star Wars character is or your most hated on this May the 4th, Star Wars Day. Anyway. (laughs) Also, be sure you subscribe to the podcast. Hit the subscribe button. Tell your friends. uh, Share this with us. Rick, it's been a great show. Thanks for being here.
0: Thank you. Thanks. Great show.
1: Thanks for making it fun. And uh, we thank you for being here as well. We've got a lot of hockey coming up this week, so you're not going to want to miss next week's episode of The Press Zone right here